All right, and welcome back to Standing Room Only. This is episode number 20. 20, Victor. You and I. Yeah, I know. This is this Congrats, is your man. We had eighth eight, episode. We, we hit our Pete eight. Alonso number. We did. We did. Oh. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be hitting a lot of home runs this season coming up. Yeah. That's pretty special, though. Twenty. But yeah, that's that's good. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, let's go into this. So the Mets uh, were what in the second week of spring training. The Mets spring training uh, just played a game today on uh, as of March fifth, uh, where we tied seven to seven with the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, our record now in spring training stands at five seven and two. Um, I mean, <laughs> key things like to take away from Thursday's game. Uh, Rick Porcello got the start. He was pretty dominant. He uh, tossed three shutout innings, and he was able to lower his ERA to a buck fifty. Uh, amongst the Mets regulars who usually play, you have a Met Rosario. He went one for four with an RBI. Pete Alonso went two for three, and then Cano went zero oh for three. Uh, and then Luis Guillorme, he could possibly be on track for coming up as a bench player the and bench. he was and he was able to <laughs> deliver a two run single in the second inning unfortunately in that game i think the mets were leading about 5 nothing until tyler bachelor came in and he allowed uh, six runs on Yikes. seven hits including three home runs he didn't walk anyone but he struck out two and then the mets minor leaguer outfielder joined johannes way fargus he hit for the cycle and he tied the game for us in the eighth inning oh that's good takeaways from this I mean, I don't take away anything really. Yeah. Right now, for me, it's it's too early. It's spring training. People are still working on different things. They're trying things out. It's to see what works and what doesn't. They're not really trying to be competitive yet. Yeah. It's the last two, two and a half weeks of the season yeah. of spring training when the roster is very close to that twenty six man roster. When I start paying, and they're and they're, the whole team's traveling. Yeah. And we're here. They're you know half the starting lineup or whatever it might be. Like that's when I'll start paying attention. Right now, as much as I hate seeing five, seven, and two, and it gives me some anxiety, <laughs> I have to check myself and be like, "It's a lot of minor leaguers yeah. and a lot of just." I mean, the ground's been great in spring training, absolutely. But so you can take away things like that because that's consistency. I feel right. like, but like everything else, eh? Everything else in is a very, week. I'll start yeah. two weeks. I'll start worrying. It's very much in the up in the air at this point, and I think it's it's still pretty decent to see you know five seven and two being that they're minor leaguers in play as well. Um, everybody's trying to get a feel of where they belong at this point. So, but everyone else is facing minor leaguers as well. No, that's true. That's I mean, true. I mean, you look. Yeah. We, we sit nine, so we're kind of middle of the stack in the Grapefruit League. Yeah. And then, ironically, the Yankees, Miami, and Philly, they're sitting top three. Well, of course they are. Yeah. I mean, Miami, I don't know. I think Miami was surprising people this year. What was it? You said Yankees, Miami, and who? Yankees, Miami, and and the Phillies. So three of our rivals, pretty much. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not... I mean, I know people don't feed in too much into spring training games, yeah. which is why we're not making a huge deal about yeah. this. But, you know, when you do I mean, kind of look at the... This is the precursor to the season, so... Not necessarily. You're... I don't think so, because I think it depends on how the manager of each team is setting up these games. Mm-hmm. Who they're picking That's to travel, true. like, how many innings is your starter getting, as opposed to these relievers we have no faith in, or they're trying to find their niche, or how many... How quick are you taking... Like, certain guys like Alonzo McNeil playing pretty full games, from what I've noticed. But, like, how quickly are you taking this one out for that one out, for mm-hmm. Tebow, for this one, for that one? Whereas That's other managers cool. might be like, let's get the ball rolling on guys we know are breaking camp with us. And we'll see these guys in September kind of thing. I don't know. I think um, without knowing how everyone else is managing these games and who they're actually putting in there and where they're and – what, and what their philosophy is. Some people – Joe Girardi might be the kind of guy that's like – Show that you're winners now. Make a statement now. Mm-hmm. Whereas Rojas might be like, work on your form. Figure mm-hmm. this pitch out. <laughs> Figure out how your stance is going to be at the plate and see what works as we go along. So I don't know. I don't. We, I don't think get it's a precursor. I don't know. We do have a lot of people that are actually coming off injuries, trying to prove themselves, trying to make a comeback. So I think at this stage of the game, we are looking at you know Rojas trying to understand the players, understand where they are and where they need to go. So I think for especially the Mets, the spring training is a lot of figuring out how we're going to be setting ourselves up for success in the 2020 season. What do you think? I look at this with a little <laughs> bit of skepticism because... Oh, wow. The, the, the tables have turned. No, huh. 
just because I know the NL East will be very competitive, <laughs> and I know, like, yeah, you're looking into preseason, it's not much to tell, yeah. but you know you're going up against an NL East team, or all of these division, NL East teams. Yeah. Yeah, this division that are pretty much where you have the Nationals, who, I mean, I believe they're below us in the standings as well as uh, Atlanta. However, I understand this idea of trying to test out, see what works where, but there has to be almost a sense of urgency for um, for our everyday players to show that they can play well. I mean, it was nice to see Pete Alonso get the surge. Well, they haven't even two played for, for two weeks, though, either. Yeah, it's, it's just really... My thing is, that, like, you know, when I see players um, like Robinson Cano, where he's still 0 for 3, he's struggling, yeah. but you know he's going to take up a full roster spot. Yeah. And then you have... Still a little bit of this inconsistency in the bullpen air in where you have players that like is that. concerning. Yes, that's where I'm looking at these games yeah. and being like, well, yeah, the Mets, you know, they're struggling, are not struggling, or they're five, seven, and yeah. two. But what does this mean going into the first two weeks of opening day? You know, you're gonna have a, the Grom be dominant. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Stroman uh, pitched well. Porcello's doing fine. But so now you have these well. question marks. Yeah. Of is Matt's gonna perform well? well is Waka <laughs> gonna perform well? And everything to that. So I look at these games where I, I, I look at these box scores and I try to really see who's improving, who's showing those hot flashes, who yeah. can be on the team. I, yeah, I, I mean, it makes sense. I don't know. I, don't, I just, for I, me, it just doesn't make sense to really put too much stock into until maybe the second or third, second week, I guess, in mm-hmm. March or, or third week, just because. They're still trying all these guys who aren't going to come north with us. Yeah. Yeah. And that one person, as we saw today, can affect the entire game. Mm-hmm. But it is absolutely, yeah. You're Now you put that in my head, you bastard. <laughs> now you now I'm thinking about people like, You just the of doubt fuck. and it's just going to bloom. Like, I'm not stressed enough with this well, world. But no, it makes sense. They because haven't, like, like notoriously, the yeah. Mets haven't notoriously been great in spring training. That's fine. And I know <laughs> I could be jumping the gun saying like, oh, well, hold on, wait a minute, but... If we don't get off, or if we don't have the best mm-hmm. roster possible on opening day, and we get off to a bad start, when it comes down to the home stretch at the yeah. end of the season, every game matters. Every yeah. game does matter. And you're right with people like Cano taking up spots that are gonna are notorious slow starters, and just maybe feels like they're resting on their laurels. That is concerning. Yeah, I think I'll be more concerned as we get into the final weeks. Because you also have to think about it this way. Rojas is coming in as a new manager, so he's kind of getting a feel for things himself. So we might be seeing, instead of maybe it being the player's fault, it might actually be leaning towards Rojas you know, trying to get a feel for his management styles. So that's something else to consider you know, going into it. But I think as we go into further weeks, we should be keeping an eye on how they improve and how they make changes based on like performances like... Yeah. Um, that that'll make big changes. So no, it's all about no. assessing the situation, making changes, and then you know capitalizing on it. Yeah. Now, damn you. Oh, I did. Oh, I just put <laughs> you're right. You're one hundred percent right. Put the yeah. argument out there because it <laughs> yeah. is a possibility. No, you're one hundred percent correct about that, and yeah. it, it, it can be. Uh, it can be several different factors here. We're, it we're could not... be a little bit nerve wracking. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we're making no, change you're 100% more nervous. Right. You're... You are entering a division that is very competitive, and yeah. you see, like, with that, like the fact that Miami's in second place, which is why I don't worry about it though. Because, but well, that's why I'm not worried about it because they I feel could like be showing up now and not even like showing up later. You got to think about it. a team like Miami has so many, so many shitty players that they've got a lot of guys who are like, I could break camp on any of the other four teams in the division i'm probably not breaking camp i have the chance here to shine these guys are hungry there are people hungry. at men's camp right now who know they're not breaking camp. brett Beatty's not breaking camp with us you know a lot of guys in the Yankees. they the other uh, the phillies and this and the other they're not breaking camp with the marlins players might be like this is have, our time to shine yeah whereas other guys are like i can work on my yeah. my craft right i hope it's that Everybody has a different point or different yeah. goal in mind when they go into spring training. And like I said, there's a lot of people coming off injuries that they're trying to make improvements. They're trying to make sure that they're you know, getting things that they need like in spring out. training yeah. in order to have success in 2020. On the other hand, you also have people who are trying to like prove themselves and be like, I'm worth you know, being on that roster on opening day. So 
Uh, it's a lot to be seen. I'm not ready my, for the stress of the season. My biggest concern is the bullpen, which is, mm-hmm. I think, the concern of the past decade for the New York Mets. And coming into where our position players will be. Those are the two big question yeah. marks. Yeah. Like, I thought about putting a segment of, like, who do we predict? <laughs> what years are we predicting people going to have? Who's going to break camp? And I'm like, all right, give it another two yeah. weeks or so. Yes. See what they're actually doing. I think next episode. Well, now nice. too early, too early to speculate. So I was. <laughs> but there is speculation. Well, what, what do you want to go into? Well, no, no, no. I was gonna say into Pete Alonso. He's struggling a little bit. Aside from yeah. today's yeah. game, he was struggling a little bit in spring training. Is he in a slump, or is he taking his time and kind of not pushing himself too hard to save it for the season, or is there really a slump that we need to be concerned about? Look, so I, I put the topic <laughs> as, is this Pete Alonso's sophomore slump in spring trading? I don't want Mets fans to start raging in the comments being like, oh, Pete Alonso, you don't know anything about him. All I'm saying is that based on the stats from this year and last year. like, don't at me. Yeah, don't <laughs> at me. All I'm saying is based, well, this is from yesterday's game. So in the eight games played, uh, in 24 at-bats, Pete Alonso, he's had one run, four hits. Uh, one um, one double, one RBI. He struck out four times, and uh, he has an average right now of 167. So he went two for three today in these games, so those numbers might adjust. He, uh, he might be at 200. Versus last year, a full spring training, where in 22 games, he had five, uh, five doubles, one triple, four home runs, 11 RBIs, 12 strikeouts, four walks, and he had an average of 352. How much of that, though, do we know was in the first week and a half? A week and a half. That's the, because the while there's 14 games up. here, almost half of them are split squad. Yeah. So it's like it's not even two weeks in. I, I don't know. I mean, he was not expected to break camp with them last year. So was he going into that mentality of trying to prove himself? Mm-hmm. Is he in a sophomore slump? That's always the fear. Also coming off. Home run heavy season yeah. of home run derby and the breaking the record, the rookie record, and we're always as Met fans trained to expect. <laughs> Hold on, that our people are going to slump. Granted, not with Degrom, but we are always expecting them to slump. Let let hold it, hold, hold it there. But back in September of the 2019 season. Fans were actually concerned that he had hit a slump then as well. He and was he pressing. came he was he came back from it though. He did. So is this just a momentary blip on his radar and he's going to co- recover from it? Because even back then he was like, you know, he it, it was a tough go. He feels fine about it, you know, he understood what his problems were and then how to reapproach it later. So is that going to be happening now? Well, no, he's definitely, I think going into the second year, pitchers are going to figure him out a little bit more. Oh, yeah. yeah there's going to be, I, I don't expect him to hit 52 home runs again. What do you expect? What? Have uh, faith. I know, to be, to be honest, I, it is a lot. I'm looking a lot. at 43. 43 homers, you'll probably have 47. more RBIs. I was going to say 47. Yeah, yeah. 47. I'd say 43 homers. And then uh, in terms of RBIs, like 120 RBIs. So you could still have an amazing season. Yeah, but what I'm saying have. is that I think there's going to be a drop-off in the whole I runs. think we all know it's going to be a oh, down-to-earth kind of like steady season. I, I want to see consistency is what yeah. I'm looking for. But I Maybe mean, he's just pressing, just like just wanting to prove himself. Maybe, I mean, obviously, I the, coming into this year, it's going to be two things. Are we going to see him be consistent and like have decent numbers? Or is he going to see, exceed his own expectations and go past um, his goal as of last year? He gonna do better? Is he gonna do worse? Like I think in terms of total bases, he'll do fine. Like I, I don't expect him to hit the same amount of home runs, but in terms of extra base hits, like he's gonna probably be a double machine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, a double machine. He's, he's, he's gonna yeah. be a double he's machine. He's gonna want to exceed yeah. his own record. I, I mean, I think what he wants, I, he seems like a fairly level-headed dude with things. I don't think, I don't think he's gonna be looking to beat the record he did. I think. I think he'll be looking to defend himself at the Derby. Okay. But as far as the stats that matter in the season, I think he knows like that's that's 
that's a once in a lifetime thing. And if he ever beats it, I mean, retires it, great. But I don't think he's looking to be, you know, Roger Maris or mm-hmm. Barry Bonds or something like that. I think he's just looking to prove to the world that he belongs here to stay. He's not a flash yeah. in the pan. He is the future of this team. He is the future leader of his team because he wants that role. He wants to be the next David Wright. He makes no hidings about that. He wants to prove to the world he belongs. I think. Do I you think, think he's, he's going to be able to get there? I, I, I don't see why not. I don't. I mean, listen, David Wright was special. There's a whole different way of doing it. That I learned that, that from Shane. He's special, <laughs> <laughs> but but can he be his own leader? Absolutely. And I think. I think I think he's mature enough to know that he needs that it's just about consistency and not about breaking records and if it happens so be it. I think September was about knowing that like this was in his grasp this is all the fans have this season. Mm-hmm. I I'm putting the 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 fans on my shoulder and giving them a good season and so he pressed and he slumped. This I think I think he's just a matter of proving himself and once May comes and he's good I think he will coast to a very good season, an excellent season, just not a record-shattering season mm-hmm. out of maturity. So I think 43, 47, even if it's 40, shit, we will take that in a second. Yes. It also comes down to what ballparks are we playing in more than others. True. Are we playing in warmer, te- more humidity or less humidity or you know, what American League ballparks are we visiting this year that that change how the ball travels or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, those are stats that will matter. What What's the weather going to be like in New York? All that matters. So, and especially who are the balls going to be juiced this year again? Let's face it, the balls were juiced last year. We all know that. Sorry. <laughs> it's just what it is. Does it, for me, does it detract from what he did? No, because no one else did it. And the balls have been juiced more and more for years. And all you Yankee fans want to be like, well, that just means that Judge still has a record. No, motherfucker, it does not. Because look at the size of that ballpark and look at the size of all ballpark. <laughs> so you go over there and you enjoy yelling at the Houston Astros as you should while you give Garrett Cole a full pass. <laughs> I digress. So going into other spring, a notable spring uh, training performances. So Jeff McNeil has been playing quite well. Um, so in seven games, a total of 18 at-bats, he scored four runs, uh, 10 hits. He has three doubles, one home run, one RBI, one walk, and he struck out only once, but he has a batting average of 556. I love him. So are we looking for a positive improvement? How, what's his 2020 outlook? Consistency. I think consistency, but I think he is the... As the saying used to go, as goes Reyes, goes so so goes the Mets. I think as goes Yef, so goes the Mets. Who, it's going to be between him and and Nimmo for the leadoff position. I think it should probably go to to McNeil. I think, but um, there is there's an argument to be made for both. But I think the how he is, he's comfortable at third base. He's not comfortable in the outfield. Is he bad? No. Is he good? Eh. He's <laughs> eh. But at third base, this is his home. That's I think yeah. I think I think I, I I consistency with a little bit of extra something sprinkled on there and as goes Jeff, so goes the Mets, I yeah. think. And then so I know you mentioned Brandon Nimmo, so breaking down his stats so far in spring training in seventeen at bats, <laughs> he has uh three runs, six hits, uh one double, and two walks with a batting average of three fifty three. Is his heart healthy? Mm. <laughs> you yeah. know about that, right? Oh, what do you mean? They they uh they they took him out of a lineup because he had a heart condition thing. Oh, okay. it, it was because oh, I think I saw like he was scratched from a lineup. But yeah, he was. But from what I read, it was because his heart is a little bit too big, so it has Aww. to. <laughs> so not what we meant. Not what you meant. <laughs> I but, believe I mean, that I though. He, yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah. I mean, but he's okay though. Like it's not yes. it's I mean, not going to explode. I mean, we still expect him to be an everyday player, yeah. Brandon Nemo. Oh, I think yeah. so. I think you ha- I mean, Mariznick and not, him will probably platoon, but yeah. Well, Mariznick is essentially just a replacement for Lagares. Yeah, that's that's what yeah. he is. I think I think he's I mean, who would right now you prefer knowing the consistency with which Nemo gets hit by pitch? And gets on base somehow, yeah. some way. His patience, his eye at the plate, 
given McNeil's oomph at the plate with his good eye, who would you... I thought I had that. Who would I rather have lead off? It is on my phone. It's weird. No. Um, I would have uh, McNeil lead off. And then I would have Brandon Nimmo be either in the seven or the eight hole. Really? Yeah. Hold. So Nimmo returned to the starting lineup on Friday after missing action mm. Wednesday and Thursday to undergo a series of cardiological examinations. Um, there's nothing to worry about. He just has a little bit of a bigger heart. His walls aren't completely, uh, or they wanted to check that if his heart walls were thickened enough or not. So, so the reason why I mentioned that lineup is because oh I, I hope I hope uh, Brandon Nimmo is alright with this. I hope it's not a big you and I are looking at each play. other like <laughs> Mets fans who know that like the slightest little yeah, the like slightest thing. the slightest mutation. He had the same problem ending. in 2016. So, but it depends what it, I forgot what his stats were for 2016. It's an irregular heartbeat. Yeah. That's really as much as it is, and that's not uncommon for it's most not. most for players. Most but why why do you think it was a bad idea to put Nimmo in the eighth? Well, you go by the new analytics. Put I Pete Alonso like at sec- second. second, but I would put Conforto third. Well, right now they've been playing Alonso third, and you know I mean he's not doing much, sure, but I don't think second's really going to do anything either. I think why. When you can have two guys whose their on-base percentage is phenomenal and they're speedsters, and then you put the power of... If you put Yev, yep. Brandon, Pete, Michael, Robinson... Who else on this fucking team? Wilson Ramos. Ramos. Uh, and then who would you have? It depends. Who else is on this team? <laughs> JD. JD Davis. Oh, J- oh, well, then I would move JD up. That's, okay, so let's say. Okay, so I'm going to go back. People. Jeff, Brandon, Alonzo, Conforto. Conforto. JD or Cespedes, Cano, Ramos, Rosario, the pitcher. We need to get rid of the fucking pitcher. I'm sorry. I used to say it. But then you want to put like. But then I think about like, you put someone on base like, and then you have a pitcher coming up, and the, there are bunting woes over the last few years. Yes, we have one of the best hitting staffs of pitchers in the league, but like that's few and far between anyway. And then you're kind of wasting Nimmo's ability to get on base almost. No. Yeah, I mean he would get fewer at bats, Nimmo, but when it comes down. So, assuming the lineup doesn't go 1-2-3, uh, 1-2-3, 1-2-3 in the first three innings of the game, when you have, like, after the first inning, the, the lineups overlap anyways. Yeah. It doesn't really matter who's, like, who's placed where, as long as you have those three guys. And you could expect Nimmo to get on, and then you could pinch hit for whatever pitcher you have, and then you can still try to score. But then you're wasting a the slot, and then you're looking at the bullpen to... to to come in and then take care of business, which is well, the biggest okay, concern. Well, okay, not every single one of our pitchers is they're going to go complete games. <laughs> but who would you rather have more at bats, Brandon Nemo or Cano or mm. Ros- yeah, Ramos but there's no way or Rosario? Put, you're not going to put Cano in, in the eighth hole. No, but I'm saying he's still going to get more at bats than someone you do put in the eighth hole or the seventh hole. No, I, that's statistically proven. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like he's not as reliable of a hitter as someone who's with that on base percentage, who then can be moved along better because the chances are you're gonna have a pitcher who's gonna bunt, and you get good fielders. They bunt poorly. You got the added second. You got a slow ass pitcher on first. Whereas Cano may not be getting base hits, but he can probably get it to the outfield, give a speedster a chance to get further along. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> there's merits to both, and the numbers absolutely support yours. I. I do like the fact that Rojas isn't playing it that way, though. I got to yeah. say, I'm like, ooh, a little old school over here. We'll see which one's out. I don't know. Yeah, uh, and then another Mets noticeable is That's Boomer be... Millennial. I'm not, yeah. I'm not a Boomer, but... Boomer Millennial. That's, that's uh, Eduardo Nunez. So he was a late addition to the Mets uh, before spring training started. Uh, but through 17 at-bats, he has six hits, uh, one double, one triple, and three RBIs, and he's batting uh, 353. So is he going to be a good bench player? I know he played for San Francisco, Boston as well. I think with a 26 man, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I mean, as long as we're not putting too much on him as we do mm-hmm. with 
all the rental players, all the <laughs> over-the-hill rental players. Well, I hope he's going to at least play or he's going to start at least one game per week or whatever the case is. Do Why, though? I mean... Uh, do guys really need this much rest? Why are they so babied these days? Back <laughs> that, that's the what the day, sport's about. It's not even it's it, terrible. It, dude, in baseball, it's like that. In basketball, and I know I miss the days when I was growing up. But the, the guys, they fucking went out there. They, no matter how broken they were, yeah. they went out there and they played the game that they're being paid millions to play. Like, is there's no reason why if Jeff's having a great week and Ahmed's having a great week, that you have an off day coming play. up. You have an off day coming up. You have an off day coming up. Uh, I don't mind him going in there as a defensive replacement for someone who he may not be as good as they may not be as good as him there or seeing him. I don't know, maybe a, a double switch kind of thing with the pitcher. You know that that I don't mind, but starting, I don't know. I just uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him starting in a couple. I wouldn't of Sunday, be Sunday day games at City Field. I mean that does come down to like how late the game was yesterday, so to speak. That's very true. Or travel or this and the other thing, but I just. If you're if your starters, the guys you're relying on to get you someplace are doing well. Uh, same thing with Guillaume. Like I feel like it's basically uh, you're being stuck between a rock and a hard place yeah. because you want to yeah. play your really good guys, especially if they're having a really good week. But obviously, you need to give everyone on a, on the I team mean, a chance to play. You said you want to see him start. Do you want it or do you expect it? I well, I fine. Want it. I, I would take back what I said about wanting it. Yeah. I expect. Him okay. to start in games because yeah it's, no it's, I agree it's, with it's, that it's inevitable yeah. no I agree with that yeah I I do I do agree with that mentality do you think Rojas is going to be that kind of manager though because mm. Mickey was very much like That's Mickey a good and question. Terry were very much like they have to have this day off it's a planned day off like why mm. why do guys get planned days off five ten fifteen days in advance see feel them out yeah I feel like Rojas is more instinctual I agree and he I did agree as well. He did manage and he came up at the same time as these guys were. So he has a feel yeah. for how they play, what their styles are. Um, maybe um, Rojas is going to be a little bit more spontaneous with the lineups. He won't be giving these yeah. projected, you know, 10 days. I mean, day off, like 10 days before, yeah. whatever the case is. But he, he will play around with the lineup, whatever the case is. But you, you, Marisnik, there's going to yeah. be games where uh, probably Nunez and Marisnik are starting in the same lineup. I know that makes yeah. you want to hurl, but it's it's true. No, you're right. You're 100% right. Bjorn is probably right. going to be thrown in there as well as a, as a defensive player. But all I'm saying is there are these things Tantrum. to expect. You're right. You're right. I mean, and he has to keep everybody engaged, which is yeah. true. It's going to happen. But I'm, at least, not at least Nunez, ones, yeah, so. I know, hopefully not all three at once. But I think Nunez is doing quite well for himself. Would you, would you use that 26 man as a third catcher or as a utility? Utility. As like an ultra utility person, I agree as well. Yeah. Because I do expect, I think Cano, he's. Uh, I'm going to see him play 110 games. Mm-hmm. There is going to be some injuries there. He'll be on the IL with whatever the case I agree. is. Yeah. Uh, but they're they're going to have to platoon some players. Mm-hmm. Some like uh, Jeff McNeil, Dom Smith. They're probably going to be playing out of position. Yeah, I think Dom will probably come in. Dom's going to be relegated to the occasional left field start. S- Eighth and ninth inning, yeah. Defensive replacement, and then you see Guillaume and Nunez, whoever's hopefully they're playing the hotter hand at the mm-hmm. moment at second base. And hopefully Tebow won't come up. <laughs> he ain't coming you up. You and Tebow. All right. Yeah. Continue Dude. with the stats, dear sir. Are you? Oh, there's a lot. I mean, okay. There's a whole bunch of top tens that we can so, go. Oh no! Oh, God. But, <laughs> not, but right, I figured so, like those were the most notable. No, those ones. are okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So why don't we cut to the part about Edwin Diaz? Um, oh. I think we heard that he was on W Fan. Um, yeah. Mentioning that everyone has w their fan. eye. W, w Fan. She asked me before the show. <laughs> she goes, "How do you, is it? Is it a fan?" Is it W fan? Is I'm like it's WFAN or the fan? And she goes, I just goes, go with on the W, w fan. fan. The W fan. The W. Uh, yeah. So Edwin Diaz, he was <laughs> on the fan, and uh, yeah. Well, Which, the headline uh, headline on that was everyone. Had the embargo was lifted, or the the restrictions is lifted, yeah. are lifted. Like they Which can go on the fan again. Oh, nice. I think JD Davis was on it too. Yeah, well, a few well, people. And yeah. Rojas has been on it. I'm glad that that that, that restriction is lifted. So he's looking for redemption uh, entering this 2020 season. Of course, everyone has. It, it, it's true. Everyone does have high hopes for him. And what are the expectations going to be? 
Uh, he pretty much saying that he's been changing his lifestyle a little bit. He's been eating a little bit more healthy where he cuts the candy back. He's on a diet mm-hmm. and he hopes that he tries to, you know, he, quote, he said, try to feel more energy and feel better when I'm playing the game because if you don't feel healthy, sometimes you feel tired. You don't perform the way that you want. So I started eating healthy to get better, to get a better season. Yeah, he actually um, was a little bit anxious getting out there to actually pitch. Um, He did mention that he felt good out there, felt a little bit anxious, but it was first time being out there in a real game and facing real batters. But other than that, I felt really good. So, I mean, he feels good. Do we feel good about him? No. No? Why not? I'm still worried about it. He's got to prove himself. He's got to prove himself in the gym. And again, back to the people who need to prove themselves during spring training. They're getting a feel for everything, and they're getting back into their groove. So I think he's going to be one to keep an eye out for and see um, as we get closer to opening day how he's doing and you know, really trying to understand what he's going to be bringing to the table this season. So so in two games, so looking at the stats, he is 0-1. With an ERA of nine, uh, with two innings pitch, he's allowed four hits, two runs, two earned, uh, two runs, two earned runs, of course, uh, and no walks and one strikeout. And players are hitting four hundred against him. Well, so, Ashley, is this him finding his stride? I mean, I don't know about finding his stride, <laughs> wow. but again, spring training, feeling himself out. He may not recover, but this is the time that he has to prove himself, Will bring you, himself up. Uh, now the question is, is he the closer? <coughs> or no. is the closer position no. still at this, at the, open? At this stage of the game, no. Is it open? It's Seth fucking Lugo at the moment, but that's it. I mean, look... Th- uh, I'm retroactively pissed right now, and I will tell you why. Because you're talking about how he's talking about, oh, I'm cutting out the candy. Sounds like Matt Harvey. He sounds like Jury's fucking familiar. Can, can, can you hit that? Can you hit that for me? Wrong. I can hit the goat. It sounds like it sounds like it sounds like Jury's familiar, who's like, I'm eating better. I'm this, that, and the other thing. Like. He also is working out as well. Don't forget, you know, things that but, you're supposed but, 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 to do come on, you're a as an athlete. athlete. You're, exactly. And you got this huge-ass contract, and you just thought you were going to lollygag and eat fucking lollipops when you got to New York? That like, is why... What did you change in the middle of the season when you started fucking tanking? Hold on. Now, all of a sudden, you're taking it seriously, and you still can't get... Okay, give it time. Sure, Shane, like you said, wait till for two weeks to come. Sorry, Ashley. But, like, <laughs> what weren't you doing last year? What were you doing? The both of you, the eighth inning man and the ninth inning man, and Seth Lugo, the Puerto Rican, had to come in and take care of fucking business for you because you were too busy with a lollipop in your mouth and maybe someplace else because that's where you need to stick all that money that we gave you last year while you were fucking eating candy. I may be fat, but I ain't on the Mets. And if I was on the Mets, guess what? I'd be as skinny as this millennial bitch right here who was all sexy and shit. And I would be fucking giving it my all. Yes. Okay, maybe it's just a soundbite. You didn't think of anything else to say. Try to prove that you've done something to make yourself better and physically more fit. But you make yourself sound like you didn't care last year. And the only reason we wanted you to come back was because you said you cared. And because, of course, your past of being elite. New York is not a place that you can get away with a soundbite that makes it sound like you just threw your hands up in the air last year. Sorry. I'm That's done. why I prepare the way that I prepare. Well, like and food. <laughs> that was a direct quote from him. He said that. Yes, that's why I prepare the way I prepare. He said he worked really hard in the off season. Started working out in October. Every time when the season's done, I get a month off of my time with my family. But right away when the season was done, oh, I take the week off and I start you. working out. You got a month Again, off with your fr- he's doing things that athletes are already supposed to be doing, eating healthy and working out. Tell us something different. Shane, it's We okay. have wait to see. We'll return probably with our other predictions in two weeks from now. We'll see. <laughs> we'll if see Shane how we is feel as frustrated, then what about... You know why? It's because they put those question marks in Shane's head at the beginning of the yep. episode. What's going to happen? But you're right. You stirred the pot. Everything you have said has been right, except I think of the batting order, but that's beside the point. Okay. I think something else <laughs> entirely than you. But you <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Bernie. <laughs> no, but like you're right though. The, 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 the like 
Vic- Victor is coming to the dark side, ladies and gentlemen, because Come to the dark side because he cookies. said some kind of and I nonsense. forget what it was, a tweet or something or whatever. He's like, I'm one season oh, away. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> well, well, tangent. Do we go into the next segment or or can we just was that revolving around a meme? It was revolving around. All right, the we'll, meme. Get so, yeah, we'll get to it during the meme. Okay. All right, I don't we'll want let's do the rotation then. All right, so we're up it, with Matt's. We're, yeah, we're up with Matt. So Matt's. Oh no! Ooh. I'm so sorry. Is it's it a my, girl? It's my sister, guys. Relax. It is a girl. My sister, bro. I was still right, bro. What is happening <laughs> to this show? Sorry, I thought I had my phone on silent. Okay, um, so, all right. Bringing it back to Matt's. Who you take, Matt? I want to. I want to take. Yeah, you, you. I'll take the Yankee segment with that. Well, what are we doing? Are we going into the, the rotation? Start, Let's the talk about the rotation. rotation. The starting rotation. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we have our number one, which is clear, which is J- Jacob Degrom. In one game, one start, he proved that he was still dominant. Of course. Uh, within three innings, he only allowed one hit, picked it off where he uh, left off with two strikeouts, and batters hit uh, <laughs> just above 100 against him. So he seems pretty dominant. He gets um, Shane feeling really good. Going into this, Marcus Stroman, <laughs> uh, he's uh, playing well. So in three games, he's 1-1 one and one with an ERA of 2.79. Uh, that's is through what is that five point two innings? We allowed five hits, two runs, three walks, and has seven strikeouts. So he's looking pretty good. Maybe a number two go up against um, Noah Syndergaard. Uh, for looking at Thor stats, he is zero and one with the ERA of uh, three point six. In his two games, he's pitched five innings, allowed three hits, three runs, and also has seven strikeouts. All right. Still looking good. Yeah, I'll take it. Michael Waka, he Waka Waka Waka. Um, he's posted up an ERA of zero <laughs> with two games pitched so far. He has uh, which guy is this? This is Michael Waka. No, no, which guy is Waka? Forty-five, 45. or twenty-two? Forty-five. No, Porcello's twenty-two. I don't. I, I don't know who the fuck they look like. Yeah, and then <laughs> he's allowed three hits, three walks, and three strikeouts. And he have Porcello who played today, uh, but based on his stats from. Yesterday's game, he has. Oh no no he he brought down his ERA to a buck fifty. This, uh, he's looking good. He is looking good. Yeah, I was, how's Matt's doing? Looking at Stephen Matt's. So he has an ERA of three, and so far two games started. He's allowed what is it? One hit? No, two hits, one run, one home run, and two strikeouts. Hmm. Not ter- not terrible, not great. It's, yeah. Looks yeah. like Thor. Not terrible, Still not great. Still has a lot to prove. But the decision of who's going to be the actual fifth starter and whether or not Matt's will even be in the rotation is probably going to be decided in the next two weeks or so. Yeah. Because they didn't quite come out and say it, but they did come out and say it and basically say that Purcell is going to have a spot and it's going to be up to Waka and Matt's to mm-hmm. battle out for five mm-hmm. or who goes to the pen. I mean, Matt's looks at himself as being a starter and that's it. He's training himself as a starter, and I, that's the approach you have to have. But uh, how do you feel about that? Look, earlier, I think it was last week where I saw speculation that the Mets are going to go with an opener and then lead into having either Micah, Michael Waco or Steven Matz um, play the rest of the game. Yeah. So they'll either have Seth Lugo or Gazelman pitch the first two innings and then have, uh, say, suppose Steven Matz in this situation go from three to eight or whatever the case is yeah. hoping that one one cycle through the lineup kind of settles him down in and he's able to see what uh his opposing batters are kind of reacting for whatever the case is mm-hmm. is steven Matz now or say they they don't decide to go with this option of having an opener is steven Matz going to be the fifth starter that's the huge question mark looming on everyone's head if, you know, between be, between it's honestly now between Waka and Mats, who will be who will take the slot? Yeah. Or is Steven Matz going to be traded? Well, that's the question. I mean, Rojas is like we have a lot of depth on our roster, and that's one of the great things we have in camp. He didn't want to use the word competition, but they're throwing out that they have depth, and he might be traded because. Because he might be going to the Yankees. Well, yeah. Or there's speculation. There is speculation. Speculation. But um, a lot of fans are also saying that it's not going to be possible because there's so much debt in the roster right now that trading them at any point would be leaving us open to uh, vulnerable to injury. It reduces reduces that debt. Absolutely. 
But what's the price? You know, I mean, Severino's out for a year and a half with Tommy John. Um, that was a big blow to the Yankees because he, last week they were saying they, they weren't being very open about it. Yeah. And now it's like the Mets will look for someone like a major league ready player like Miguel Andujar, you know, which is he can play multiple positions. That would eliminate the need for a Nunez or a uh, uh, Guillerme. It would be big for us to have someone like Andujar. And, uh, you know, additional rotation. It should should we or we get rid of Mats. We're going to have to look at people like Walker Lockett or Corey Oswalt again. They aren't great. <laughs> or, you know, first-round draft picks like David Peterson and folks like that. You know, Lugo could go jump back in. But then if the Pens having issues... There's a lot of moving pieces here that just doesn't make it seem like this is going to be possible or something that the Mets should be considering. But is it point. worth it for someone like Andujar? It would be a lot of moving things around and, you know, getting Rojas to feel comfortable with making this switch and feeling comfortable in what we have going on in the bullpen as well as in the roster in general. Look, I, I would mean, take, I think that's look, a big you, problem. You tell me I would want Miguel Andujar to be part of the New York Mets. I agree. Tell me why. And well, because he's he's ready for the MLB. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, considering he didn't really play in 2019, uh, looking at his stats, where he did have his breakout in 2018, he played 149 games. Uh, he hit 47 doubles, 27 homers, and 92 RBIs. If you get a guy like this who's already proven to pretty much play at the MLB level, and all you have to do is get rid of Mats then yeah, I'm all for this deal. I understand that. I agree 100%. I agree 100%. I mean, does it reduce our depth in the in the rotation? Yeah, it does. But you still have a Waka that can step up. You still have a Lugo that can, that can step up. Or one goes to the pen if the other one has to come in. I mean, it's the fifth starter role. It's important. Every game counts. But... The Mets, the Mets, the Mets, the Mets have always been, oh, sorry, have always been this team that's like put so much emphasis on pitching that oftentimes they forget about Everything what else. else wins a game. And I think the intangibles that Duhar can bring make up for that depth lost. I, I would love it. The only thing is, is that Robinson Cano, he still takes up that slot. Because say you don't have Robinson Cano, you could put McNeil at second and Duhar at third. But as you know, he's going to be yeah, out yeah. a lot of games. Again, uh, and I guess it, yeah, it's it, a it, it gets rid of a Nunez or Guillerme kind of thing, and that's fine. For someone like Andujar, yeah. make the space for them, man. Make the space for them. Hmm. Well, Matt isn't concerned. Um, he quotes Trump fake news. Um, and he's, it's not something that he's worried about. I'm not um, worried about it. <laughs> like coronavirus. <laughs> he said, I understand that the New York media and I think Brody Van Wagenen would contact me if anything act- was actually going to happen. So he really didn't acknowledge. That's funny that he the thinks that. Much. The communi- the great communicator that, uh, Brody, that BVW TF yeah. is, I love, I mean, he has to say that he's got to be a home player. He's got, he's got to say it. I don't think it's going to happen, ultimately. I don't. I, I think the Yankees are just inquiring. At the end of the day, they have all the money in the world to go out there and find somebody else who's a better starter and take it from there. And I just I just don't think they're going to give up a huge piece like Andujar Har, for Stephen Matz. I mean, as much as Stephen Matz looks like Joe he'd be DiMaggio. the second coming of Joe DiMaggio, which everyone has said since he came up here. But, uh, I mean, I just I don't see it really. Do you think it will happen? Uh, this trade, no. If, yep. if, I, if I put so a percentage on it, I give it a 15% chance of happening. Yeah, I do too. But you know what? I mean, it could be the second coming of George Maggio or it his doppelganger, dun, which dun, leads dun. us into our the lightning, lightning round. round. The reason I'm running the board today, ladies and gentlemen, is because our dear and lovely Ashley. Dude, I was looking at Ashley. I'm like, something looks different. <laughs> it's my laptop. And it was the laptop. It finally hit me that it was the laptop, and the fact that I was just like, "Wait, she's not doing the transitions," and you just How something happening. Like something What's was happening? off the show, and then I realized I was just like, "Wait, because Shane is controlling." Me. Well, now it's the lightning round. Oh, oh, the special effects. So very, very late reactions. So. How this is going to work? You have your buzzers, don't you? You're still going to buzz yes. in. I have the. So this is a somewhat there. subjective lightning round, ladies and gentlemen. Basically, I just got thinking. 
celebrity doppelgangers from Mets players. Yep. So how this lightning round is going to work is going to be visual questions. I will put up a picture of a celebrity. Mm-hmm. You will buzz in with who you think they look like. And if you get it right, you get it right. If you get it wrong, you get it wrong. I will give you two guesses each. Say you guessed and you got it wrong and you guessing it wrong. You can go again. You can go again. After that, I'm calling it. Okay. There's nine in total. Okay. Is this And current? it's all Mets. It's all Mets who have played or been very relevant and visible to the team within the last decade. That's they will get so progressively harder. Ashley's Good. Going to so you have quickly. to score early, but you do have, <laughs> No, you do Man, have a chance. No, but you do Yeah, all right. You do you do have a chance to take the last few as well. Okay. I'm keeping it very very fair. Right. So are you both ready? I am ready. With Hands that. on the buzzers. The I'm first. Looking at, I'm looking at that. Screen, yes. Right? Okay. Yeah, that's why that's blocked, so you can't okay. see the, the next preview. <laughs> the first celebrity is Angel himself. <gasps> David Boreanaz. David Boreanaz. Who does David Boreanaz look like on the map? Uh, this, who goes? I go first. You go. Yeah. He looks. Uh, I have two players, so I'm gonna go with Brandon Nimmo. I kind of want to say Conforto. All right, I'm going to go with Tim Tebow. Fuck. <laughs> um, Last one. I don't know. Who the hell does this guy look like? Our ace. Wow. Oh. Jacob deGrom. Dude. You know, I'm pretty sure there's a picture somewhere of like his character Angel with long hair. Wow. I think that would have been more helpful. Oh wow. I well, can't so give Jacob, it all Jacob, to you. Jacob deGrom has short hair now. Dude, now that, that I look at it, it I realize how dumb it's, I it's sound like saying the... Brandon Nimmo and Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you ready for your next clue? I was kind of like looking at the eyebrows and like the mouth and stuff. Okay. Much like Ashley, he has often found himself in the middle. Frankie oh Muniz. Oh. Oh. Who does Frankie Muniz look like? Uh, Victor. Steven Matz. Oh. That was going to be my guess, actually. Uh, Dude. In the middle. Anyone want to take one more guess, Ashley? Uh, Peter Alonso? Um... Who does this guy look Conforto? like? Brett Batty? <laughs> Who is it? All right, another score for the house. <laughs> David. David Wright. Oh my gosh! How am I? Uh, Hold on, I, it's the eyebrows, isn't it? And that smile, and those those little eyes. Uh, Dude, I'm so mad because after I see it, I the resemblance is yeah. there. See, this is a fun and engaging lightning round. Okay, right. this next actor I'm not very familiar with, but his name is Jesse Plemons. Oh, dude, you know, I, when I saw him on Netflix, I thought he was Matt Damon because... It's very was, similar, right? Yeah, very similar. Yeah. What are you doing? You, anyone going to buzz in on this? Okay, oh, we started the round. Okay. <laughs> Marisnik? Noah Syndergaard? Oh, wait. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> one score for Victor. All right, moving on to the next one. You may know him from The West Wing, or you may know him from that show that I can't think of right now where he plays a detective. Dulé Hill. Who does oh, Dulé um, Hill look like? Strowman? Dom Smith. Cano? Wait, did you oh, just wait. say Robin? Oh, Robin said Cano. Thought you said Conforto for a second. I said, really? Um, <laughs> they don't look. Who is this guy? So you said Strowman. I said Dom Smith, and oh, then wait, you said Robinson Cano. Then there's um. Oh no! Can dude, who does this guess? guy look like? That five, four. Stop! Give me, give me another five seconds. Give me another five seconds. Ten, nine. Can I say one just? Oh my god. I have no idea. Three. I have absolutely no idea. Wait. Rosario? Oh. Familiar? Curtis Granderson. You know why? Because I'm thinking of the current roster. I got to get that out of my head. The last 10 years. All right. Another one for the house. And 
Moving on to news journalist John Stossel. Oh. Ooh. Oh, is that you were literally tied. Yeah, I'll let Ashley go first. I was gonna say Hernandez. Ding 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 ding. Is that what you were gonna say? Yeah, I was gonna say Keith. Oh man, that's a he's a generous man right here. Oh I am nice guy, Victor. Thanks. Nice guy, Victor. All right. This will be my one. You may know game. him from the movie Watchmen as the comedian. You may know him from The Walking Dead as Negan, or you may know him as Ooh. Denny from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, I loved him as Denny. As Denny, who does he look like? Ah, damn. Look at them eyes. That dopey ass look in his face. What are you looking up? You get. <laughs> she's looking up. Yo, she's cheating? Subtract a point. Subtract actually, a point. Actually, that wasn't on there, so. Subtract I'm, I'm actually a point. looking at the current team, so. Wow, she's been <laughs> cheating. Yo, <laughs> and we talk about the Houston Astros. Look at yeah, Ashley, no. and she's opening the laptop again. I have to Ashley. put my finger anyway, so. Alright, it's blank. Yeah. I'm keeping an eye wow. on it. Victor, would you like to go? Uh, I would say Steven Matz. Alonzo. Give me a year. No. No, you were cheating. So he gets a cl one clue. <laughs> this the, one, this clue. the one you want to be your clue? Yeah. Give me a year. You want a year or a clue? A clue. He dogged it for us after being our savior. He dogged it. He was the hero we deserved. The hero we deserved. Hero we deserved. You make me think about the Avengers. <laughs> or any other superhero, possibly? The hero we deserved. I'm drawing a blank. Five, four, three. Just two. give me a year. 2013. Yeah, 2013. Who did we try to sign in? Oh, Jason Bay? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Matt Harvey. How did I miss this? Oh my god, he's pacing. All right. Wow. Well, good thing it's still two to nothing, Victor. All right. Wow. <laughs> How did I miss you this? You may know him from kind of the Fast and the Furious, but mainly Game of Thrones. <laughs> Christopher oh. Hivju. Is this Zach Wheeler? See, I would come in and say it looks like um, Thor. Just because of the beard and what everything does this guy and the look hair. Like? All right, thinking back to last decade. Who has a beard going on right now? Mm. Who the hell does this guy look like from the Mets? <laughs> Shane is laughing inside because he knows he the really answer is, is so clear. <laughs> it is clear. <laughs> this is a fun one, though. Shit. All right, five, four, three, two. And I don't know this. Mm -mm. You have a second guess? Mm -mm. Former Met, now Los Angeles Dodger. Ah, Justin, Justin Turner. Turner. Yeah, I definitely would have gotten All right, we only have two left. Ashley, you had to sweep the tie. <laughs> you may know him from Field of Dreams or Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip or the West Wing, Timothy Busfield. Ooh. Ooh, um, Frazier? All right, Vicky. Dang. <laughs> All right, and the last one, which will count for three points, and then we'll go into a tie buster. <laughs> okay. Have your hands on the buzzers. What? Oh, the Will Pond. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes! <laughs> and going into this round with a clear four, our champion for the first time in the lightning round. Because he's Victor! not going against you. Yeah, but this I, I need someone to pick up, man. Where's Hannah? Pick up the zombie. Hannah's over there. Wee! So wait, what, what was the tiebreaker question? I don't know, but I had to think of something. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Did you enjoy uh, that round, dude, ladies that and gentlemen? That was really good. It was That was fun. See? That was <laughs> I actually was got remarkable. Keith Hernandez without any help. That one you I was did, really you did, excited you did, you about. You did, you did, you did. I'm so Either mad. Way, Victor killed you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad that I didn't get the Matt Harvey one. The Matt Harvey one. Is, yeah. I knew you were going to be like, oh, shit. The Matt Harvey. Man. Looking at those two pictures, you realize they do look so much alike. All right. Well, moving on to... Yoannis Cespedes 
broke his season long silence. <laughs> okay, so first we should have off, had like a pool of how long it would have taken him to. We should have because right? at first it was not today, not tomorrow, not all, not at all this year. Um, and his reasoning because I don't want to. And then six days later, ta-da! Oh, oops, my bad. <laughs> yeah, call, call the cops because, you know, he, he kind of lied in some fashion. Um, but he did want to tell <coughs> us that he was he feels good, he's happy with his progress, every day he's getting better and better, but he's not as fast as he wants to be, and we actually got to see that, so. I mean, is that what he said? <laughs> he, he literally said I, it's not as fast as I want it to be but as a season yeah. process I feel really good right now sorry about that dude I laugh so hard when change just goes did he really say that oh so that's what he said and just like oh <laughs> damn very uneventful I mean uh, I mean I, I mean we should have taken bets like you said but like I knew that wasn't gonna last yeah, it wasn't it really he's, wasn't. He's not fast. He, he's hitting bombs, but that, we need the fucking DH. To be honest, That's I think he is. was waiting to improve a lot or improve in some fashion yeah. before speaking to the media. That and I sense. get that because we we also touched base about this the, when we um, heard that he wasn't going to be speaking to the media, and we were wondering if it was because you know he wasn't doing better or whether or whether he was or wasn't. But um, That's fair. I mean, it's what it is. He he's does, being honest, at least. Yeah. He is, but he's also using his salary as, you know, his motivation to get better. Oh, yeah, he wants to get a contract next year. He, he, he wants to get a contract. He's good for life. But I also, I mean, I, I also do tend to give him the benefit of the doubt because people want to act like he's been dogging it. Like, he has had legitimate injuries. Yeah. That board thing is a freak of nature. Yeah. And he was playing through injury a lot in 2016 and 2017. And he still proved himself then. Mm-hmm. And and like you don't have to give up your contract. He didn't have to give up his money. He didn't have to restructure. He didn't have to make a much lower net sum yeah. than he is now. He he knows New York. He knows it's the fans are brutal. He's heard it. And so he's giving them what little he can. And I think he also probably realized that what he said of not speaking this season sounded like Dumb like, as fuck. Yeah. It sounded very childish of him. It like, did. It kind of. It kind of almost seems like he was having a really bad day, and the media kind of like bum rushed yeah. him away. Uh, yeah. It. It. It, it, w- it was. It was. It was stupid. Yeah. It was. It was immature. It was immature. It, immature. And so now he realized that he had to come out and say something mature about it. That's what it is. Yeah. Nah, we'll see. We Do you think he'll be ready for opening day? Mm, no. I don't think so. I, think I would, gonna take I would him, take like to have a little faith because at this point he's the underdog and I would like to see him improve. That's a no from Ashley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm just like, where, where are you going? I had hope, I had hope but Sorry. I don't. But some, yep. oh, oh, hello, Hannah. One person. Is she on camera? No. Almost. It's almost her head is. Her head one is. person who is never going to be ready for opening day. Ashley, you found the story. Give it to us. Oh, dear Jesus. So, um, Brody Van Fuckface, um, one of the Mets fans actually decided to Venmo money to the general manager of the Mets because they were really frustrated with the fact that the franchise is failing to spend money on things that we actually need, like, you know, legit players and stuff. You know, things that we need to have a good season, right? Oh, we're getting demonetized so, now. What? <laughs> now. Now. Can we get monetized first? Okay, so one fan in particular, 20-year-old Frankie Wilton, sent one cent to uh, Brody. Sent. Sent. I love how Jashan and I looked, looked at each other. I like said, I, I She heard that. herself. No, I heard myself. That, that we I, heard her. One cent. One cent. Um, with the message spared. Can someone send them one cent? <laughs> one cent. Um, send one cent with the message, uh, spare change for the poor. Wow. Um, <laughs> Brody. That's, that's harsh, man. <laughs> Brody actually was pretty embarrassed because apparently he has never used Venmo before. Not even quite sure what it is. Um, he didn't even realize that he had a Venmo account. Now, I call bullshit on this. I don't know well, about you guys. Uh, with well, this, Venmo, this, is, this with, is actually our first well Mets meme. Yeah, this oh, is yeah. the Mets meme. This is a Mets meme that Ashley created about this. Sort of embarrassed. Never yeah, I never Venmo. used Venmo. 
So yeah, Mets. I... Okay. Oh, I don't, I, well, we're really off, we're, we're really off cue with this. Okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Mets memes. Mets memes. Uh, so we're looking at Mets fans Venmo money to GM Brody Van Wagen to get team to spend. And uh, what is he saying there? In I'm his sort of embarrassed. Bubble? I've never used Venmo. I didn't realize I had a Venmo account. How do you not realize you have a Venmo account? How do you account? not realize you have a Venmo account, but somehow you, you've never used Venmo before? Well, I don't use Venmo. But do you have, do you an, have account? an account? No. Okay, then. So at some I point, don't. he must have gotten an account in some You know fashion. what that says to me? Excuse me, my love, my dear. I, it says but a can't lot of you track it's... on like Venmo? You can't see people's activity or whatever? You can unless they make it private. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Anyone you've sent money to in the past or sent it to you. And any friends, you can have friends. In there. Oh, I understand. But it's like it's like it says that's some rich elitist shit right there to be like, oh, someone must have sent me like a grand once, and I forgot about it. <laughs> if he never, oh, she wants her Uncle Victor. She, he's probably like he's probably got a thousand dollars and one cent sitting in his account right now. He didn't Hold even on. fucking know about. So one thing I didn't know when we created this meme is that he's been getting he's received around five hundred notifications. Since October of 2018. So this isn't the first time people Man, have could, decided could we to make a Venmo him. for standing room only? And people send <laughs> right? Money. Just one cent. I mean, cents. okay, so maybe cents. he doesn't have the app on his phone, install on his phone anymore. Or his assistant is just isn't telling him. But you get email notifications too. Yeah. Shane, would but you knows, send him some cents? Send him a fist in the fucking mouth for not saying hello to us. <laughs> Honestly. All right. What's, what's, what's the next? The thing? next meme. Yankees announced 2020 bobblehead giveaway. Oh, God. That's amazing. It's the Astros. I feel like that should be the Astros. It should be captioned the Astros. Um, that should be the new mascot. It yeah, should that, that be. Yeah, that would be a good mascot. We only have three three today, and the third one is a standing room only. Yeah, what's the... Is, well, let's talk about that one because we oh. alluded it to well, shit. Uh, earlier in the episode. Well, that's... No, that's I, the one. I, oh. Yeah, yeah, oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you meant, the one. I thought you meant, let's, let's talk about that one. Oh, no, we're talking about this. So, Ashley, we, we want to read the first part? Sure. Ashley when she became a Mets fan. You want to try that again without stumbling? Ashley when she became a Mets fan. Shane, I used to be like you, happy and full of life. And then <laughs> and we'll, we'll post it up at the bottom there, and then I wrote a comment. I think I'm one season away from becoming like Shane. <laughs> that was a kind of, yeah, that, that is That warmed true, my heart. That warmed my Aww. heart. Because you overly positive son of a bitch. And I'm just like, he's like, positive, man. It's going to be okay. We're going to get it together. We're going to make the playoffs. Last year, he predicted the Mets to win the World Series. Oh, my God. And was, oh, damn, dude. Hannah, like, drooled all over me. Oh, she loves you. Well, she says, I'll get a napkin after But, uh... Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're getting around yeah. to dark. How long do you become? I was, I was uh, just going to ask you, like how long do you think it'll take me to get to the level that you guys are at? Will the I level be, I'm it, at? Okay, hold on. Do you think I will be influenced by the two of you to decades. get to that point faster? You're going to be influenced by Shane to get to that point faster. I think, I think, I think you're, I think what's going to get you there faster is if the Mets curse Apply gets if if Conforto and <laughs> I had a feeling you were gonna say and, that. no but and, and Alonzo and McNeil and DeGra- if they all start if they all suffer from the like one injury and then they're lingering for five years and they're renting over the hill players and that's all you see for the next like like you had this taste this this like oh my god we have some promise mm-hmm. oh my god we have the rookie year oh my god we have the and Cy Young and then it away. just goes away and you just see Fred and Jeff who never sell the team sit back with their 500th manager and their 300th new GM and they just sit back and go with their money. Just like keep <laughs> counting and you're like, do something. That will get you there quick if it happens to the entire team of this team. Because you never forget your first love. Of this course. is your first team. Yeah. You're almost there. I'm almost there. <laughs> my, my first love was that... 2005, 2006 Mets team. And you they, saw that happen to them. Yeah, you saw it happen, dude. If you were a Mets fan during 2011 to 2014, damn, you, you hung in there. 
We you did. hung in there we did. because we did. that was a bad time. We did. You got lucky you came in now. You got really lucky. <laughs> came in at a good time. Yeah. It, it seems like it. And I came in a good time in like 85, 86, 87. And so then like, you've yeah. seen the, the Rocky Road. I saw that first now. one. But then I, I hated baseball in general because of the strike and everything. Yeah. I You know, it, it's just I didn't fully understand it like, you know, 13, 14, what the strike was about. But, uh, but you came in at a good time. I came in at a good time. You came in at a good time. And now look at me. <laughs> look at me. Look at that. Look at, look at that nice smile. <laughs> Fuck that narcissistic bitch. Look at that face. I was like uh, the two of you in one. I had long hair, a chiseled face, and I smiled. Face. And now look at this Can fat, we cue your picture? Horrible, hard. That... <laughs> anyway. Can we cue like a, a, a picture of you side, by side, side of where, no, where you used to be and where you are where now? Where I used to be? Oh, yeah, you know what? I got a picture of me and my best friend at yeah, Shea yeah, Stadium yeah. in 1988. We like, should post that one up. We, I, yeah, at some point. The before and the after. Go to our Instagram at Standing Room Only and we'll post that picture up. Uh, before we end the show, a little piece of sad news. Uh, uh, John Olerud, former Met, his, uh, his daughter, his 19-year-old daughter, um, Kelly, oh, John and Kelly, uh, his, his wife lost their daughter Jordan uh, last week. The Mets and Jay Horowitz tweeted it out, and you know she was um, a very special young lady. Yeah, and she was. Uh, she was born with um, a rare disease since birth, um, and they've actually uh, created an organization called the Jordan Fund dot org. Um, they, it was founded in two thousand three. Uh, the fund's mission is to provide support to special needs kids and their families. Um, as you know, obviously her their daughter was born with a rare chromosome disorder. I'm just making a note to put that on the on the screen. So you guys, if you want to donate, oh, yeah. uh, please do. And uh, yeah, our thoughts yeah, and our prayers, thoughts go, and prayers, to prayers do go out to Absolutely. the family, and uh, hopefully this organization continues to make the difference in children's yes. lives. With- Absolutely. Yes. So. Um, All right. But yeah, so yes, that's, uh, that's I don't know. We took a bit of a hiatus. Sorry about that, guys. It was like two weeks. Where yeah, we I mean, stuff. we've been doing that though. The two weeks. Yeah, it's just because there's nothing really relevant going on yeah. with the Mets. So we don't want to give you just filler for the sake of filler. Yeah. But this was a good episode. It was, I, it was honestly, fun. I really, really enjoyed the game that we played. Yes. See. Hey, I got one. She who that? No, you were dad. Like I know, like stupid. I don't want to do it, <laughs> dude. I, I want to look back suck. at the footage. That's going to be the first. That's going to be our promo footage that we put I, I agree. Man. I knew it was going to be fun. I, I, but I guess who gets was... to do the trivia round next week? Victor? I got to make it between you two. Yeah. Okay. Well, what should the theme be? I don't know. We'll see. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It has to be relevant to his. Oh, what is Shane thinking about? I, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just okay. excited. I'm just excited for it. No. You know what? Actually, we should try next episode. Which I will not tell you. It would be until Ash. I I'm only going to tell Shane. I won't tell Ashley. So this is going to be off air, and you'll find out next week. I know exactly what's it going to be. Okay. Well, don't tell us. Yeah. Okay. I well, just came on, up with it now because I'm a genius. On that <laughs> note. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, Mr. episode twenty Janus. in the bank. Episode yes, twenty. Yes, thank you for tuning in. Um, stay safe out there. Yeah. Stay, stay safe from the coronavirus. Don't wear masks. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Don't touch people. Don't touch your face. Give me more paper, Shane. Here, see. See, you always need more paper. No, you don't want to have my feet on the other pieces of paper and hand. And Hannah's sitting. like, "What are yeah. you doing? Damn it!" That's yeah. That's the sweetest picture right there. I'm taking a picture of that. This is a very cute. We'll post uh, that up. Look, on look it up. Look up. Uh, is the mic in the way? Yes, move You're the good. mic. All right, everybody. Oh, wait, let me smile. Come on. Thank you for Shane, watching. <laughs> take another picture. I wasn't smiling. I was. All right, I'm gonna take a picture. With this mic.